going on everybody this is your boy tech supreme and i'm finally finally back with a new episode of rent free uh this is episode 25 we're gonna call it season two i just took a couple month break uh basically just because i didn't want to do the podcast i kind of it's weird right so i'm just gonna hop right into it and talk about where i've been um i've been starting a new company and you all if you listen you pay attention to me you know i started an embroidery company and um i just wasn't mentally in the space to do rent free i felt like i kind of got burnt out near the end of the year uh, of all the creative initiatives that i do so i, I needed a break and through it's actually been more than a few months because i remember at uh me and my wife were um traveling down the uh, flood walls for paint lewis in september and i saw the homie brooklyn mike and he was like yo what up with your podcast be like I was fucking with it and you know shout out to brooklyn mike for that and everyone there's a few other people who like asked me what's going on with it i appreciate it it kind of um made me think that sometimes when you when you're creative i'll just say this uh, it feels like you're a hamster spinning a wheel like there's no real purpose to it um you know we don't do these things for monetary gain or we don't do these things for popularity or for clout some people do i don't that's kind of not my thing um, I feel like I've had my my run in the sun, so to speak, or I've had my, you know, local fame through music. And I, I really don't have that desire to kind of go back there to that. So I, I kind of just do it as as a passion, as as an outlet. I mean, I've always been creative. I've never been a, a, a clock puncher. I've never been, you know, um, just a... I don't know. I've always been creative. I've always done things in the creative world. Um, hence, you know the last 14 years, you know, having illustrious, which is my graphic design company and, you know, just being creative every single day. Just, I'm just used to being creative with the music, with the, with the graphics, with, with everything. Um, but last year was kind of mentally trying. Um, and I hit a point where it's like, if it didn't bring me joy, I just didn't want to do it. Uh, hence the reason why I stopped streaming, uh, which I, I am going to get back into. And this is kind of like the first step into that because I'm actually doing it through OB I'm recording the podcast through OBS. Uh, which, as you you may or may not know, is the the default streaming um, platform um, program that everyone uses. So, um, so this is kind of my way of getting back into it. Uh, the reason why I quit streaming was because I just was too stressed out about the numbers. I just cared too much, uh, which kind of is counterintuitive of doing these things that you enjoy doing. Um, and I'm the type of person that if I don't enjoy something, I'm going to pull myself out of it. Um, maybe a year or so ago, I got offered a, a gig at a recording studio, maybe two years ago, and I was all about it. But then I, I just, the atmosphere wasn't right for me and I didn't enjoy going. I would dread getting booked. So like at that point, it's time for me to go. And I've always kind of lived my life that way because life is too short. And I, and I, and I say this often, life is way too short to kind of wake up with regrets, or wake up dreading something. So if it doesn't, I mean, you have to do what you got to do, right? You got to, got to pay your bills. You got to work. Um, but try to find, I try to find a way to work and make money that makes me happy. It makes me not hate life because you can't hate life. Like this is not, it's not a way to live. Um, so that's where I've been. Um, now where we're going, one of my big goals, a lot of people shit on 
excuse me, they dump on New Year's resolutions a lot. I don't ever want to be that type of person to dump on New Year's resolutions. Like, take this opportunity to reflect over the year and to try again or to resolve to do something greater than what you did the year before. I don't know why people like to dump on it and like talk trash about people who have New Year's resolutions. I feel like those are dream crushers. You know what I mean? Like, there's been years in which, like, yo, I said to do this thing on January 1st and I did it. You know, like, I, I, con- I made a con- concerted effort to make a change or to do this and that, and I did it. Um, now, if it's true, like, sometimes the argument is that if you're lazy in, in December 31st, you're going to be lazy January 1st. And that's not always the case. That's kind of um, a very negative way of thinking, a very pessimistic way of thinking. So if you have a New Year's resolution, attack it. You know, and sure, like you may fail, but you will automatically fail if you don't try. So I always say, like, just try. So this year, my goal is to be more consistent, more consistent with everything that I enjoy doing and finding new ways to enjoy it and be creative with it. Uh, with the podcast with Sex Supreme, the producer, like I kind of definitely took a step back. I made music uh, last year, but I kind of kept it to myself. Um, and I was not as consistent as I have been my entire life leading up to last year. Um, so I want to get back into that. I've been making more and more music and it's always good because I've been doing it for so long. I'm, I'm good at what I do. I'm good at creating music, but I just don't put it out. So this year I want to change that and I want to do things more consistently. I want to do this podcast. I want to do the MC dudes with Caleb more consistently. Um, I want to um, promote more sp- consistently. I'm a creative. I'm a graphic designer. I'm an artist. I'm not really that great at marketing promotions. I, I've, I deal with it. I create marketing and promotion tools. I do it for everyone. I get paid to do that. But for myself, I have a, I guess I have a problem pushing that out. So I just got to be more focused on being consistent with that. Uh, so that being said, that's where I've been and that's where I'm going. Um, I want to focus more on YouTube. I want to, I've even done a, a, a vlog, a vlog of our vacation in Cabo, which is my next topic, um, which was really cool, really fun to do. Um, am I good at making vl- vl- vlog videos? No, not yet. Uh, but I will get there. I think I'm gonna try to pull it up real quick, just so I can uh, just have it playing uh, real quick. It's part in the silence. Let's see if I can get this going. Yeah. So, you know, um, want to focus on just just doing things differently this year, and 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 attacking YouTube's and just doing that. So I didn't really have a good for the for this video that I'm I'm playing. I haven't done the voiceover. I did the voiceover once, and it didn't didn't um, record properly. Um, if I get when I get better at vlogging, I will be doing it as it happens. And I did some talking doing this, but I didn't put it in there because I just didn't like the quality of it compared to like this. So um, yeah, it's just something I'm I'm working on. But I enjoyed putting this together, and I I'm I'm looking forward to. I'm gonna probably post it today. Still not sure if I'm going to do it where it's um, voiced over or just put some music underneath it and just let it ride that's a possibility too so yeah that's where i've been at so let's talk about this cobble trip um it was my wife's 40th birthday last weekend not this weekend uh but a week from sunday um and we went to cabo and we went to this beautiful resort it's a five-star resort very very fancy resort we usually go to regular just really great fun resorts but this one was a, a kind of a luxury resort and um, it had one of the restaurants has a chef, and I forgot his name. I followed him on Instagram, but I forgot his name. He has two Michelin stars, and that meal was absolutely positively insane. 
Um, it was an eight-course meal with wine pairing, which I don't drink wine, but that was a lot of fucking wine. And there's only one dish, one course I didn't really like. It was this lobster course, and I just didn't like it because it felt too rubbery. But I mean, bone marrow froth and on one of the courses, um, truffle oil on one of the other courses. Uh, it was just delicious. Uh, probably one of the best meals I've ever had. Like you'd put these things in your mouth, and you're just like, oh my. God, this is delicious. And it's like new flavors. It was like, I'm 41 years old, bro. I'm a big dude. I've had all the flavors. This was brand new flavors. It was crazy. Um, did some whale spotting. Uh, kind of the whole trip, it was during whale season in the, in the Sea of Cortez. And um, so I had my drone out a couple one day trying to get drone footage of some whales. Didn't really work out. But then I think on Sunday, we actually managed to get some really dope footage, which will play here shortly. It's my wife going up the deuces um but yeah so that was i mean it was just a crazy fun trip i feel re-energized i feel rejuvenated i feel at peace um i loved the water love the people there i mean who worked at the resort at first i didn't like the vibe of the people there because it was like it like i said it's a luxury resort so the people were like super kind of we first got there they felt like they were super karens like you even had security called like uh the the, the lobby was called on us for uh, noise complaints at like 6.30 in the morning and we didn't have shit on with the TV. Like we were just talking in our regular voices. So that was that was crazy. But it is what it is. Um, I had a GoPro uh, with me and that was a great, great camera. I If you were on the fence about getting GoPro, if you want to capture any video and you don't want to carry around your digital camera with your lenses and all this and that, and whoop de whoop, you want a nice, durable 4K, 5K camera, GoPro is where it's at. Uh, I do have it set up for um, webcam. Doesn't really look as good as that. Like you don't get good quality. Here it is, right here. What's up, y'all? But but as, in this aspect, with the you know as as is and out the box, it's just a gorgeous camera. So I'm super happy about that. Um, but yeah, that's it. That's the uh, Cabo trip. It was amazing. My wife is amazing. I um, hope she had a good week uh, weekend there. And um, if you don't if your resolution is to get out the country do it like you need to get out of the country it is a must sorry if i'm looking around uh this is a definitely uh, the way i have it set up now normally i would i would just be behind myself with lights on me and everything and it's cool but uh it's just like uh, it's not as interactive as this is so i i'm in front of my teeth my computers and everything and i got everything going it just it just feels a lot better feels a lot you know uh in tuned so Next thing up is It's All Cap. Everyone knows I thought it was it's, it's All Cap, which is my hat company. This is one of my own custom hats, but um, which is like, I don't normally put my logo that big on it. I just did that because I was fucking around one day. Uh, you know, it's representing St. Louis. Trust no one design. Uh, yeah. So It's All Cap. My goal for this year is just to expand it, to grow it, to, uh, you know, just get it, make it as big as possible and i i love where it's going so far um i'm trying to say i'm a lot i'm doing it a lot today i'm out of practice uh for podcast speaking but um yeah you know we're just uh my first order is uh in processing right now my first order of 2023 it's going to be a 20 hat run order for jack nolan's which happens to be me and my wife's favorite hangout spot in soulard shout out to jim and Kristen and mike and and all the people who work there and who are the regulars there um they've kind of brought us in kind of treated us like family and like now like they're also like i don't know it's it's a it's 2022 showed me a lot 
Um, and one of the things it showed me was it's okay to accept and bring in new friends. Uh, so that was that was a really great lesson of 22. And they have been so supportive with it's all cap. Like, like if I make a post, they share it and they bought it. Like everyone's everyone, a lot of people have bought it. You know what I mean? Like shout out to Clem. He's a Jack Nolan's regular. He bought nine hats one night. I was up at Jack Nolan's and he texted me and said, hey, my family's in town for Christmas. And was it Christmas? It might've been Thanksgiving. Um, I said, my family's in town for Thanksgiving and um, they love the hats. Can I order nine and can you get it done by tonight? So I left Jack Nolan's, came to the crib and ran nine full hats and, and, and got it delivered and got it done. So shout out to them and, to, and shout out to everyone who supports It's All Cap so far. Like I've, I've seen everything that you've done as far as sharing stuff, copping hats, spreading the word. I appreciate it all. 2023 i can't wait to just to, to blow it up and get it get to a point where like why why envision it to be so super excited about that um yeah that's it so moving on one of the things i did in 22 was i wanted to get more involved in my neighborhood so i did that um became basically the graphic designer for everything for the neighborhood uh which was fun i tried to do the events committee but that didn't work out i kind of had a uh a sour taste in my mouth when I tried to put together the Juneteenth show uh, for the concert in the park. So I, I decided that it just wasn't a good idea for, for me to be that involved with the events committee. But since then, I've, I mean, I've worked with the events committee a lot to get graphics done. It's been a great experience. Um, so I was doing that. And the guy who was the president at the time took a liking to me and he wanted me just to be around and be a part of the board, uh, even though they really didn't have a position for me. Um, so he kind of like low key created one where I was just like, I'm just in the meetings. Uh, but now I'm actually the treasurer, the secretary, secretary. So I take minutes. Um, plus I'm head of the safety committee. And that's what I want to talk about. I find it interesting that I'm having such a hard time filling safety committee with everyone's always complaining about crime, which leads me to think that most people just like to complain. So like I'm on next door and I'm on Facebook groups and I'm, you know, I, I just, I run the social media, so I see pretty much everything about Bitten Park, uh, which is the neighborhood I live in. Uh, um, so yeah, I just I just see so many complaints or whatever. But then, like when I put the initiative out to do a safety committee, I get crickets. I got a bunch of emails when I first made a post about it, but then on the follow-up email, I only got one person who's like, "Yeah, I'm down for this." But like, it's not like it's an intensive thing, but it's just like you want to like I see the complaints, I see the negativity. And I see the crime, but y'all just want to just complain about it. Y'all don't want to do anything about it. And I find that really odd, but I also find that like a microcosm of how social media and like the internet works is like people just like to talk and spew these things, but they don't want action. They don't want to do anything. They just want, this is like the extent of it. The extent of them being a part of the safety committee is complaining about crime online. That doesn't solve anything. Like let's, let's solve it. Let's, let's try to make this a safer, safer community. That's just my little rant on that. Whatever. It is what it is. Uh, I don't, I'm not discouraged yet. So, you know, we'll just see what happens as far as like what steps moving forward, what, it, what it's going to look like, what I'm going to do with it. It's all in the air, but you know, we'll figure it out. Uh, this next story, I find it quite interesting. So it's it basically, let's just look at the headlines together. Fired Tennessee cop who had sex with her colleagues claimed she was in an open relationship, uh, but her husband didn't know about it and this is like the whole news of the week kind of uh basically tennessee cop was banging her co-workers and she was married and um you know people are making fun of her making fun of him and 
no one's talking about these these guys who are who are smanging her too and like i think everyone should get fired but actually i'm not even sure if they should get fired honestly it's just people you get you can get fired for having sex on the job like that's a fireable offense but people being messy that's their business man like let them be messy who cares um if anything we need to we need more cops that like black people obviously she likes black men um she's not discriminating against race so i'm all for it <laughs> um it is what it is like I, that's one of those dumb sayings but like yeah man people like to fuck and people who are married they can get messy that's messy but i don't think i i don't know i don't think it's, it should be as big as news as it is and also i'm pretty sure there's been a million and two million three million cases of cops cheating on their spouses with other people in the departments all over you know it is what it is bro like let them let them live who cares man are you a good cop that's my question because honestly real talk they fire these cops with the quickness but real but cops be shooting killing black people and they don't get fired they get suspended for a week uh put on desk duty but they still keep their jobs and most of the most likely they'll get a, if they do get fired they just go get picked up by another department so i, I this is also my mind wanders with race and racism and like if she was messing with white dudes was it would it be the same backlash or is it because he's this married white chick smanging these black officers and sheriffs like the day that she get in trouble for so my my official opinion is who gives a fuck this this obviously this cop wasn't racist so we'll keep her on the force you know just hey no fucking on the clock <laughs> that's pretty much it right that's, the rest is not not, a, not our business but you know I digress. Um, moving on, the name of this topic is Damn You, Justin Roiland. Now, if you don't know who Justin Roiland is, he is the co-creator of Rick and Morty. Uh, literally one of my favorite cartoons. I actually have a Rick and Morty tattoo on my hand. Can't get that covered. So, looks like he's gonna be canceled. Um, he got arrested and charged for domestic violence, um, which is already bad enough. Now, his lawyer says that he's fighting this. This is not true at all. This is some some BS. And that's all well and fine. Uh, however, text messages popped up from a few years ago of him basically talking spicy with a 16-year-old. Now, I don't condone that at all. And I saw the text messages. It's unequivocally inappropriate. And I would, as a fan... As a diehard Rick and Morty fan, I would be perfectly okay with that being the end of Rick and Morty. Uh, I don't, I don't need to. Um, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to support it if this if this is true. And I'm I'm always gonna side with that is true. Now I'd rather I'd rather side with a liar than side with someone who is a pedophile, right? So like, there's that. Um. Yeah, it's not it's not looking good for 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 Justin Roiland. It's not looking good for Dan Harmon, who's associated with him, who's you know his co-creator with him. Um, I don't know what they're gonna do. What Adult Swim's gonna do? No statements have been released. But as a fan of Rick and Morty, I am not rocking with it. And I don't have a problem separating, uh, not separating. I can't separate. I I don't listen to R. Kelly's music. I don't listen to Michael Jackson's music. Um, I don't like UFC, so I'm not gonna support Dana White slapping his wife. Um, there's, there's so many things like if and I know like Hogwarts is like the big topic, right? With their, uh, JK Rawlins is anti-trans. So I don't fuck with that. 
You know, like I, it doesn't take, there's so much good shit out in the world made by good people that I don't have to focus on the good things that people make from villains, right? And I love Rick and Morty. I love that shit. Little legitimately, I have every Rick and Morty Funko that they've ever released. I have every episode I've bought. Um, I have the cartoon, the art book. I love Rick and Morty. Am I fucking with it? Not at the current moment, no. And it's not hard for me to. There's an attachment there. But it's not hard for me to say, fuck it. If you're, if you're a creep, you're doing fucked up shit, you're beating your wife or your girlfriend, and you're, having, you're text messaging uh, underage women in your mid-30s, bro, fuck you and fuck whatever you make. It's that simple. And if you can't, de- you can't detach yourself from content, then you're a slave to it. It should never interfere with your morals. Your content uh, consumption should never interfere with your morals. Because if you can't consume that, if you can consume Hogwarts, then you're okay with anti-trans, trans, you know, anti-trans. If you can rock with uh, uh, R. Kelly, you're okay with underage, you know, sex trafficking, underage women, all that. You, you, you're, you're, you're not doing it. You're co-signing it. You're allowing it to exist. And our fandom cannot create these monsters, right? Like it shouldn't. Like if you become popular for a thing you do and then you take that power to abuse people you don't deserve that power simple it's so simple to me i don't understand all the argument in the back and forth um but uh that's just my how i view it that's that's what's that's how tech could like navigates content creation and like what happens when someone does something that i don't agree with i don't fuck with it so simple so simple um so you know, as of now, until more information comes out, my hands, I'm hands off of Rick, Rick and Morty and Justin Roiland and, and the, 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 the ship they created. I'm not even going to play the video game, which I do enjoy, uh, but I'm not, I'm not going to pay it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to support. It is what it is. And in that same vein, uh, I got to come back to Chris D'Elia. So this guy puts out this uh, very detailed, super extremely detailed Hold on a second. Extremely detailed um, documentary on Chris D'Elia. It's called The Chris D'Elia Problem. Now, this is about an hour long, and the guy who put it together is a uh, up-and-coming comedian. And I, I liked how he handled it at the end. He was like, listen, I know you're going to say I'm doing this for clout, but I'm really not. This is probably going to hurt my career more than anything. And he's like 100% right. Like, if the powers that be aren't happy with it, like, you know what I mean? Like, this could potentially, this is not like, a good look for him but this is a worse look for chris delia because he's basically duped me and i feel duped and i feel like um because like after the the initial allegations over the pandemic and then he took maybe maybe half a year off maybe a year off uh, with his congratulations podcast and then he brought it back i was like all right well he's a changed man he didn't got married he didn't had a kid um he's in therapy he's talking openly about it this entire documentary is not about what happened before the apology video. This is all about what happened after. This man is a fucking monster, bro. Like, if this shit is true, which it's like this man had receipts. He had this guy who was his old tour manager on here just exposing. You know what I mean? Like, it looks pretty bad for Delia. And as a fan, ex-fan, it's, a, it's disheartening. It's sad. You know, like, dude... You're never going to get it together. You are a manipulator, bro. You're a narcissist. And, and if you've ever dealt with a narcissist, you, you already know it is. That's, 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 that's who they are. And this guy is a problem. And his wife, I don't know what she gains from it. Well, I, I, you kind of do. But, like, 
it's just it's just it's just very sad and it's very unfortunate that this is the the path that he's taken and he's very talented he's a very talented comedian um now is do i like his podcast more than his stand-up yes but that's just my opinion that's just how i feel about it but can i rock with it no it's over it's over and i like his brother matt they had a podcast they did they started together well this year called um uh, there's a basically an advice column i forgot what it's called uh just off the top of my head i forgot but you know it's just it's just something that you i can't consume i can't i can't fuck with it it's, it's bad you know the documentary is bad and he hasn't i don't think he's addressed it yet i don't think he's going to but i'm not rocking with it and that's that on that so chris leah's canceled again if you haven't seen the documentary, uh, go to YouTube and type in the Chris D'Elia problem. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. I don't get it. I don't get what these dudes who are like, who are just are, they're not like, I hate to say it, but like Harvey Weinstein looks like he has to trick women, right? Like he has to do some, some skeevy shit. But Justin Rowland is a regular looking fella. Chris D'Elia is a regular looking fella. Like, you have fame. Like, you don't have to, like, be a creep. You don't have to abuse power. Just, you know, you can be regular. I, I, I just truly don't understand the, the psyche of someone who does, who does this predatory shit. I guess it's a power control. Like, it's not really a sex addiction. It's more of a power addiction. And that's some weird, weird, weird shit, bro. And I'll be honest with you, bro. Like, like I'm 41 years old. Like, when I see Zendaya, she's not, a, she's not sexy to me. She looks like a kid. Like, bro, like, kids are kids. Like, the, uh, 21 is a kid to me. You know what I mean? Like, I was uh, putting together this, 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 uh, the cobble trip video, and I, I mentioned, uh, you know, me talking to the camera, and I was talking about, like, how, like, man, I know it's adults only pool, but I wish that was, like, 30 plus and older, because the kids who are, like, in their 20s, they're, like, they're, they're annoying. Kids are kids, bro. Like, if you're 40, 20 years ago is 20, like, that's a kid. How do you find that sexually attractive? I don't get it, bro. Like, it's disgusting to me. Literally, gross. I, I, I don't know. I, that's just me, I guess. I don't know. That's just how I view things. Like, I, 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 rec I recognize that Zendaya is a beautiful woman, but, I but also, to me, like, there's a disconnect because she looks like a kid to me. She's a kid to me. Like, she's literally a kid to me. Like, she's, she's so super young. If, if I'm 21 and you were zero, you're a baby. You know what I mean? Like, I think of it like that. Like, I transpose, like, okay, so there's a 20-year a age difference, right? That means when he was 30, she was 10. Like, that's gross to me, bro. Like, I can't rock with that. So I, I never understand that psyche of, of these guys who need to go young. That's just gross. And it's kind of, it's, it's, it's pedophilia to me. Even if it's legal age. It is what it is to me. Um, last news story. Uh, hero. I call him a hero. I named a hero suit robber. So there was a guy... Um, this kid was robbing a taco store in Houston and the fucking guy was waving a gun around, whoop de whoop, trying to rob, robbing everybody person by person. So he turns to, I, he, we don't know if he was leaving or he was doing, or he's robbing some more people or whatever, shaking down someone else. But the guy sitting down, pulled out a gun and just lays into him. Um, now the guy died, the, the criminal died, but somehow the uh the activist was saying like this vigilante killer needs to be arrested and charged but what i saw was a dude who was being threatened with deadly force respond with deadly force and not only not only did he, did he do that right not only did he put put him down but he 
went to his pockets, got the money back, and is like, okay, who got what? Like, who stole? Who got what stolen? Here's your money back. But then the crazy part is everybody left except for the workers. Like, everyone left the restaurant, so the cops didn't know who it was. Um, now, where he did mess up was after his initial shot, he kept shooting, and he kind of did a double tap. Now, that is too far, but given the circumstances, up until that point, is justified, right? So any good lawyer, I think, can will be able to get him off of that. Um, but I don't think he should be, like, arrested or charged or anything. Um, this looks like, to me, a clear-cut, black-and-white self-defense case where um, and you can tell too and shout out to this man because he didn't want to do this um once he picked up the gun because when you were in a self-defense encounter um you want to disarm the, the the aggressor um once he realized the gun was fake he's angry he's like and it, it's more like damn you made, you made me do this and i didn't want to do this so like you kind of feel that emotion and energy you know while while you know with his body language um he was pissed he was pissed he had to do that because no one wants to do that. No sane, sober person wants to take another person's life. Now, there was a case of this young man who was supposedly going through cars and this, this homeowner shot, shoots and kills him. He was like a 13-year-old kid. Now, your property is not worth a life, for one. And for two, there is no evidence that he was going through cars. Now, was he at the wrong place? Obviously. I want to I want to find more. I'm going to talk about that more on the next episode of Rent Free. But... Um, there's some people out here who want to kill someone. I don't know why, but there are, uh, this wasn't that this guy was just wanted to defend the people that he was with. He wanted to defend himself and he did so in, in a, in a very, what I would consider a textbook way. Uh, so we got to watch and see what happens to that. Hopefully, you know, they get it right. It is a stand, stand your ground state, Texas. So we'll see what happens. I don't think he'll get in trouble, but you know. That's for the that's for the professionals who handle stuff like that. Um, now we're going to end the episode. You know, I like to keep it around thirty minutes, keep it moving. I'm going to end it with a couple movie reviews. Um, the first one is not a movie review; it's a trailer review. I just want to say how excited I am about Ant Man. Tickets went on sale last night. We are a month out from Kang, Jonathan Majors, Kang the Conqueror. I can't wait to see it. Um, it's all so uh, Sylvie's fault fault from Loki. It's going to be super dope. Um, it's the, our first in-depth look at the quantum realm. It's been a plot device for like three movies now. Um, well, yeah, uh, the first Ant-Man toyed with it. The second Ant-Man was, was all about retrieving, um, the mom and then Endgame was all about quantum realm, but this is our first world look into the world of the quantum realm. Um, and I, I am tired of this, this, the trailer breakdown videos. I don't need to see that. I don't barely want to see the trailers anymore. I just want to, I already got my movie ticket. I want to go see the movie and be done with it. Um, I don't need to see frame by frame breakdowns, kind of spoiling it for myself. I don't want to do that. So I'm super excited about it. I think Jonathan Majors is an incredible actor. Um, and it's going to be super dope. So the tickets are on sale now. So grab it if you want to see it. Uh, and my non-spoiler review of Megan, real quick, great movie, Chucky meets 2023. It was current. It felt great. It was funny. It was it had parts of gore, but it wasn't really over the top gory. It it wasn't a horror movie in the sense of horror movies, but it was still a scary concept. I know a couple of times I looked over to my boys uh, Ryan uh, from Nerdy Bits, and I said, "Hey, uh, I I want one. I want a Megan doll. <laughs> like I want someone to, like about that life." Um, it was a super great movie. If you get a chance to go see it, go see it. Um, Bloomhouse gets me, man. Like I did not like horror movies up until Mr. Sinister, or not not Mr. Sinister. That's more of a character, but the movie Sinister with Ethan Hawke 
And I just found out recently that's a Bloomhouse movie. And every since then, like Bloomhouse movies, I if, I, if it's a horror movie and it's Bloomhouse, I'm gonna like it. And it's no different with with Megan. It's a really good movie. I think one of my favorite movies that's have come out that's horror is Insidious. And I want to look real quick to see if that is a Bloomhouse movie. It is a Bloomhouse production, of course, because if it's horror and it's good and I like it, it's gonna be Bloomhouse. Jason Bloom. This gets me. I don't know how. Uh, the same way the Russo brothers emotionally get me. Like, they can make a movie about anything, and I'm going to cry at the end of it. I cried at the end of Endgame like a little baby. I was emotionally distraught after Infinity War. Like, the, the Russo brothers, they fucking get me. They just they did another movie last year that I, I dropped tears at the end of it, and I can't remember what movie it was. Let's see if I'm, if I'm going to do good bro- uh, podcasting and, and try to look it up. Um, yeah, I can't remember what it was. You know, they did a bunch of community episodes, and Chris, I'm not going to cry at that, but... Um, God, they did something. They were part of something. Oh, they did Everything Everywhere All at Once. They were producers on Everything Everywhere All at Once. One of my... Easily my favorite movie of 2022. Hands down. Not even a question. Um, so, yeah. I think that's it, guys. I think that's the podcast. We're back. We're officially back. Now, again, the goal is to be consistent, so I'm going to try my best... My best weekly upload these videos i i got it through obs which is like the super easiest way i can do it i i do have to do minimal editing i'm a busy guy i just got like three graphic design orders just sitting here right now so i don't have time to sit and edit a shit ton of video um but so this would make it streamlined for me so thank you for listening uh do me a favor this episode is sponsored by it's all cap uh go to www it's all cap.com and here's the it's all cap if i can learn how to get it right it's all cap.com use the code rent free for five dollars off any hat and you can add that to multiple hats if you want so go to www.itsallcap.com use the code rent free for five dollars off every single hat in your cart not just not just five dollars off the entire order that's not good enough right five dollars haul at <laughs> off every hat that you purchase. Use the code. Thank you again for listening. It's my pleasure. Tech Supreme, rent free, episode 25, and I will see you the next time. Peace. Rent free. Rent free. Rent free. Listen here, rent free. Listen, you had rent free.